Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 76, Knives Out. Hello and welcome to a very, 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 very special edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bieschke. Hi. Brother Lucas in the back. Good evening. We got the Lodge Mistress tonight. Yeah, we do. You are lucky. And we, for the first time, the first time ever... On the cast, longtime listener, even longer time lodger. He's here tonight for your listening pleasure, Brother D. Knives to be here. Knives to have you, sir, for Knives Out. It's a whodunit. Contained thriller. Somebody knows whodunit here? Agatha Christie, now, the millennial generation. Now, before we get into Knives Out, Brother D, you've been a longtime mm. listener, correct? Oh, yes. So what are you feeling like now that you're finally in the edge? Are you pumped? I'm super pumped. Uh, I, I can't believe this isn't called The Edge of Tomorrow, by the way. I've it, thought it, about that every that's time. That's the full name for this place. Oh, it for, is. For okay. this, for this I car. It was strictly The Edge after the Alec Baldwin, uh, Anthony Hopkins. I think we can blend them together. Film. I think we can blend them together at this point. But we're, we're very happy to have you here. And for this movie, Chris Evans, you kind of remind me of Chris Evans a little bit. You got a bit of a Chris Evans vibe. I'll take that. Absolutely. <laughs> take it to the bank. Yeah. Now, Lucas, was there some sort of spoiler afoot that we're dealing with? Like, what's going on brother, here? Brother Zach uh, tainted Ooh. the uh, the jury pool. Ooh, what are you doing, Zach? Uh, what are just, you doing, Zach? Just sometimes can't can't help himself and that's so what we love him for so he, he saw it and he gave you one of his patented zach texts and then how deep did he go zach not attack. too deep but the joke was that uh don't spoil it for us now. <laughs> well no no i'm not but the joke was is that he liked it which means i'm probably not gonna like it okay because because everything he's liked recently i have not liked we, al- we always go opposite so i feel like the fact that he liked it means i'm not going to okay so you're going in a little bit wary does anybody else have any preconceived notions about this particular film i'm just pumped to see jamie lee yeah mm-hmm. always who done it jamie lee <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you no, know she did it. You any, know she's any, the villainess. Any preliminary guesses as to who Jamie done Lee it? did it? Jamie Lee. <laughs> Jamie Lee, hundred. Okay. she's got it nailed. Okay, this is Ryan Johnson. What what do we know about Ryan Johnson? Love Ryan Johnson. Yeah? Big fan of Looper. Yes, loved Brick. Oh, love Br- Looper. <laughs> love Looper. <laughs> the the Lodge Mistress did a hard turn there. She almost went Brick, and then she turned on it. Brick I, was fine. Brick was a little too cute by half for me. It was too. It was it was his first <laughs> film, and so I forgive him a lot because I just tried to watch it recently. But I haven't Br- watched it recently, so maybe. But Looper is on my top of the decade for sure. Love like, Looper. Yeah. I remember nice. Looper being pretty cool. Does Joseph Gordon-Levitt make an appearance in this film? 
Possibly. <laughs> no, I don't think he does, but that's kind of interesting. Maybe he'll think, be... Think he would have been... In like an movie. oil painting on the wall or something. Just briefly. Briefly. Last Jedi thoughts. What do we think about his... I was hoping it to be like the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. Like, it was really... Had high hopes for it. I thought it was good, but I was... I think Disney held him back, so I'm, I'm not, like, giving up on Ryan Johnson for right. it. Like, I'm, I think... There were some things that were mandatory that he had to do for it, and he did his best. And it's the, I, th- I thought it was better than Force Awakens, in my opinion. Agreed. Two and a half bones. <laughs> I disagree with that, Bishki. I don't think Disney held him back at all. I think The Last Jedi is Ryan Johnson's intact vision, and I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. And it's worthless. And the only worthless? Thing, yeah, it is. I mean, the only thing I think re- redeeming about it is that Red Knight, you know, battle scene that comes mm-hmm. way too late because by the time it happens, you just don't care anymore. What about when Luke milks that weird beast i mean honestly that movie feels like monty python made it i think ryan johnson told (laughs) kathy kennedy like i'm gonna make a star wars movie like as done by monty python and they were like what and then he did it and it's super divisive but i thought it was just boring i just really like i could barely stay awake in it well on that note let's introduce a brand new segment on the Lodgecast. (laughs) it's lt's bonus features So bonus features, just so we can set it up. Bonus features. Exactly. <laughs> That's gonna be a little a little tidbit of either trivia or factoid or just a little bit of lightly buried knowledge that you might not know about connected to something or someone having to do with this film that we're about to see. Yes. So. And as far as I know, everything I tell you is true. I, I, okay. I don't I don't <laughs> perfect. I don't ever want to perpetuate, <laughs> you know, gossip and rumors. I only regurgitate what I've heard to be like true and this could be overheard in line at the at the arc light uh, parking meter correct pay machine it correct could, you but you know what they say once cia always cia and that goes doubly for caa um <laughs> wow meaning i i have i have little birdies all around town you do that you do. fly into my ear and, and chirp little songs for But me. as long as you say that, as far as you know, everything that you say in these segments is true. I Correct. think that covers. I think it covers mm-hmm. everything. So for tonight's film, I happen to know on good uh, reconnaissance <laughs> and intel that Ryan Johnson originally offered one of the roles, many roles of this movie. I think there's over a dozen. But one of them to the young actor, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Shia LaBeouf. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And Shia, you know, read the script and met with Ryan and and wanted to do it. And I think they had some conversations about it. And I'm not quite clear why it didn't pan out, but I would assume the studio just didn't sign off on him. And so they wound up going with Chris Evans for that specific role. But he was originally going to be in the Chris Evans role. So if you ever see Shia LaBeouf in a Ryan Johnson movie someday, you'll know that their uh, relationship blossomed or began with this movie we're the about journey started here how beautiful now brother big d yes i also heard shia was offered the role of luke skywalker in the last jedi <laughs> <laughs> just but, do, just do a quick replacement and see yeah, if anybody noticed <laughs> they had disagreements on the facial hair <laughs> that was it, it everything else was great though yeah yeah he's i love the fish nuns i love all that but <laughs> so what what movies do you usually really go for what what really turns you on at the cinema oh man that's hard to say well th- since you say at the cinema i'm usually into like big spectacle at the cinema sure 
when I do go, go to see a movie in the theater, I usually like like an Avatar or a Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. I like a big your fun ride. Worth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Get yeah. your uh, money's worth. Uh, live, die, repeat. What's that one called again? Uh, Edge, Edge of, of tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait till the second one of that comes out. A Top Gun two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait Ooh, for that. You're on oh, yeah. for that. Yeah, Top yeah. Gun Maverick. Maverick. 40x or yes. screen x is what we're doing yeah, yeah we're moving around i like a good runtime. i don't like to you know I, I don't like to go over two hours unless it's avatar and i've got plenty of edibles <laughs> right but you know like preach yeah yeah I, I like i like spectacle when i go to see a movie or or like sound like great sound you know what i mean Ooh. Um, all right know, it's hard for me to get out to a theater these days i got i got two youngins at home so it's very hard to get out two so younglings. when i do go out and the last movie I saw in the theater was Frozen 2. Of course. Ah, uh, well, yeah. speaking of How Frozen 2, oh, yeah. I only saw Go half of it until I had to leave with my kids. <laughs> so Perfect. I'm excited for tonight. <laughs> Frozen 2 has taken the IMAX and the Dolby Digital, the two best theaters, at this movie complex. So we are going to Theater 13. Oh, Lucky 13. 13. We're back Man, at 13. I hate 13. Yeah. All roads. 13 is the tightest. I read this morning that South Korea is suing Disney because Frozen 2 apparently has a monopoly on 88% of all mm. screens in Korea. Wow. wow. That's what it's going to be here eventually. Antitrust, apparently. Yeah. When the studios buy up all the theaters. Yeah, there's going to be Disney theaters coming soon. It's going to be rough. <laughs> but, Brother D, that's good to know. So now, whenever we hit the big spectacle movies, yeah. not not necessarily Marvel movies, because we're staying away from those, because we got a couple snowflakes. Yeah, staying away from, like, the arc light. But, yeah. <laughs> Right, which means we could always go back at any moment, but uh, we'll we'll definitely keep that in mind when we hit the big spectacles. We'll be like, I wonder what D's up to. Oh, uh, thank you. But for tonight, this will probably be a spectacle. I think it's over two hours though, so you no, that's gotta... that's good. Two and a half is my limit. Okay, two and a half. We'll hit MacGuffins. We'll get fortified, and uh, we'll see if Jamie Lee actually done it. Yeah. Knives out, y'all. Oh, one request. Can you play Knives Out by Radiohead? Oh, nice. I think I think we can accommodate. Thank you. I've been waiting for that for a long time. <laughs> Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. <laughs> Love and light. I want you to know it's not coming back. are back in the sheaths y'all we back <laughs> we we survived screen 13 once again we got to avoid the that, mean fuck, that 13. fucking theater i was just saying on record as oh. we were walking out as we were shuffling out if if at burbank we're not seeing it in imax dolby atmos or prime the shitty walk has not only every auditorium recliner seats but i'm sure nine out of ten auditoriums brighter projector bulb. it's it's a and nice only, plus a big bar upstairs a wow. very big bar it's a nice theater but and it's only and 60 dollars to park there. And the concessions there's no lines because you just grab and go well before we get into the particulars Fishy. what's that show 
From Rotten Tomatoes, acclaimed writer and director Ryan Johnson, Brick Looper, Star Wars The Last Jedi, pays tribute to mystery mastermind Agatha Christie in Knives Out, a fun modern-day murder mystery where everyone is a suspect when renowned crime novelist Harlan Thrombey, Christopher Plummer, is found dead at his estate just after his 85th birthday. The inquisitive and debonair detective Bonnet Blanc, Daniel Craig, is mysteriously enlisted to investigate. From Harlan's dysfunctional family to his devoted staff, Blanc sifts through a web of red herrings and self-serving lies to uncover the truth behind Harlan's untimely death. With an all-star cast, including Chris Evans, <laughs> Andy Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Don Johnson, Michael Shannon, Lakeith Stanfield, Catherine Langford, and Jaden Martell, Knives Out is a witty, stylish whodunit guaranteed to keep audiences guessing until the very end. Are these chops is getting longer? Yeah, What's yeah. Going on? Oh, it's the season. Tis yeah, the season. it's prestige. It's the season for F- prestige schnapps. So, okay. <laughs> We tried to skip all the trailers. The Like a Boss trailer came on, and Lucas said before we got in the theater, he's like, if I see Like a Boss trailer one more time, I'm just going to spontaneously combust. Like a Boss came on. Lucas was not in the theater yet. Came and in from the very end. Right the when it very end. I got, right I got like when a it splash. Ended. It's like the mermaid's tail going back underwater. Right when it ended, he, he walked in like a king, like a sun god. I, I put my fists up. I think people were a little unnerved. <laughs> they were. I, I, I forgot I had a drink in my hand. <laughs> I mean, we always come across moments where Lucas is like, I feel like the people around me might have been unnerved by my presence <laughs> or by my behavior. So let's keep them on their toes. Uh, but it was like a sold out crowd. It's like a Monday night wow. after Thanksgiving. You think everyone would be at home soaking in a tub of gin. And that theater, with the exception of the first three rows, were sold out. Yeah, it, it felt like a Tuesday. It felt like it a, was a Tuesday night like a crowd. Tuesday. It was absolutely a Tuesday night crowd. Yeah, well, they marketed the hell out of this. AMC had party packs for sale. <laughs> yeah, their pillars. And- each each character was on a pillar like 15, 20 feet tall. So you got yeah. Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Daniel Craig, <laughs> Don Johnson. <laughs> the names just now, keep, I mean, keep coming. I mean, it was staggering. Of all those actors, though, that were on the pillar, and, and I love all of these actors. Sure. And they, I thought they were all great. But Christopher Plummer was the best fucking actor in that show tonight, I think. Because he's so close he to was, death. I didn't even know he was because in this fucking thing. Because he's got one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel. He just showed how great he fucking was. <laughs> Dude, he, he was so good, he and he was, was going to die months later. Reaper in the eye wow. sockets. Yeah, yeah, he 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 was great. He was great. You could see a real joie de vivre in his eyes. And he's older than eighty-five, FYI. Like they, I think they wrote he's him down. Dead. But like, mm. is he dead? Yeah. What? No. Didn't he die right after that movie? No, he didn't. No, he's sure. Al- he's Dude. alive. He that died. Would be oh, thank God. That would be amazing. He died in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're off to the races right away with the Agatha Christie vibe. It feels like I'm watching one of my mom's uh, British <laughs> mysteries right off the bat, with the exception of a few fancy camera moves. It feels like one of these old mystery shows to me, anyway. Tons of characters, tons of details coming fast and furious. Either you're on board or you're, uh, <laughs> like, just from the outset, like, it just, the pacing was off for me. Like, See, it just wasn't There's something out. about when Lucas, sweet dear Lucas, is having a bad time at a movie, it can envelop you if you're too close to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a black hole just sucking you in. There's a, there's a siren no, beckoning I, you. His aura 
was with me as well. It was I, intense, yeah, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. So Lucas, I apologize. I don't mean to do that, by the way. I'm no, not trying to ruin everyone's night. But I was kind of with am, you. Yeah. It was more, yeah. But anyway. Lucas, Lucas gave. I was counting them. He gave six deep sighs, <laughs> and that's that's like the death knell for a movie. If if Lucas is deeply sighing, especially after a big would be brava set piece. Ooh, yeah. it's it's tough. I'm sorry. Numerous watch checks, but that's okay. I did not I did not mean to do that because honestly, before the movie started, there was a guy in front of me on his phone and I was like, I'm gonna wait till the movie yep, yep, start yep. starts. I was watching that. And dude. if he's still on it when the movie starts, I'm gonna just tap him on the shoulder and be like, Could you please take that outside? Like I was gonna be really cool mm -hmm. about it, but as soon as the movie started, he put it away and I was like, Good I on could, you, lad. I could sense a little James oh, Woods <laughs> live wire energy coming from you <laughs> looking at that guy's phone. I was hoping he would start some shit. I was there. Oh, I was going to kick his seat if you yeah. didn't put it away. I was like, I got the upper hand. I, got, I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lodge Mistress, what were you feeling going in? You were very quiet during this film. You I had, know. I had to check if you were asleep a few times. I just, the beginning, I mean, I like the opening shot because I like a little old mansion with some fog. And I did mm -hmm. like the dogs running. I was like, ooh, okay, we got dogs running. But, you know, it was just kind of like, I don't know, something about it was just kind of boring mm. from the get-go. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was because there was no opening murder, you know, the way that they did it. it yeah, it just, yeah. It was just I, kind of boring. I, I kept comparing this to Clue, which I own and love, and I was going like... You're what, right to love Clue. Like, what? yeah, but what is it about Clue, which is not far off in terms of tone and sure. wackiness and, and stunt casting where every role is like a, a genius... And I was like, yeah, it's the setup because with mm -hmm. Clue, it's very chronological and everyone's got like some blackmail reason to be there. And you kind of sort of sympathize with each person because you're like, oh, shit, like they're being forced to show up with a bunch of strangers. And then Mr. Body dies. But I digress with this movie. <laughs> you just want to talk about Clue for a bit. Well, we no, all, no, we no. This understand. movie is jumping through time so fast and throwing like so much shit at you. At a certain point, you're like, wait a minute, like who am I supposed to be? invested in and mm -hmm. you're not really sure and then mm -hmm. when you finally f figure out oh it's it's mm -hmm. the, the nurse you know who who's at the center of it you're like do i really care yes. like i, I kind of like didn't care it was kind of like since you know she didn't kill him and he knows before he died she didn't kill him like what are we doing here yeah i mean the point where i was like hmm like, it was like when you use a plot point where it's like she vomits <laughs> if she doesn't tell the Monty truth. Monty Python, right? Dude, what was I saying before the movie? He did The Last Jedi as if Monty Python directed it. That is some Monty <laughs> Python. That is some Monty Python shit. shit. But it's nice. Come at okay. me, bro. Okay. But it was um, it was that was a welcome that was a welcome comedic beat. That well, whenever, but my theory adds up. Whenever like, she some, whenever she told a lie, shit. she puked. But I don't but like I don't know. I don't, but I, that's not a good plot point, is it? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like. Well, listen. Not unless she's like using it divisively, like I made up this. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. It pays off at the end with Chris Evans getting vomited on. So that was but funny. Everyone was yucking it up except me. So me it's either. like it sees America. So so there's a lot of there's a lot of words flying around right now that aren't going to mean shit to anyone who hasn't seen this. So what happens is. It's not really a who done it really. That's, right. that's, that's the thing the is it's not active. Yeah. It's suicide. It's marketed as a who done it. The Christopher Plummer dies. You know that the nurse Marta is involved heavily because you understand very quickly that when you see a flashback that is gospel. Like there aren't untrustworthy flashbacks really in this. So mm. you learn to 
watch the flashbacks to see what really happened. They're all being interrogated. They might say one thing, you know, different family members might say one thing, but the flashbacks stay consistently the real deal. So you see kind of how he dies. You don't really know for sure if he killed himself by stabbing himself in the neck or slitting his own throat. You sense that there's something up with that, but you know that Marta's the central figure. So Mm -hmm. the rest of the family is just kind of ornamental, you know, and and we don't really go that deep with them. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, she barely registers in this. She I know, she looks sucks. cool, and but she, her dad didn't. She even have really cool. beef with her. Like she wasn't one of the ones that had done wrong. She no. should have done it, man. She no. should have done it. She was yeah. never even a suspect. There's an alternate version of that where she did do it for sure. Sure, this yeah. should have been like Clue, where everybody you know do the or gimmick. everyone did it, you know. And like the, that, that, that's do the gimmick that Clue twist the, for the sure. Clue had where they yeah. had different endings that they would splice on in an effort to get you to go back to the theater more times. And on the home video version that we all know and love, obviously they show all the endings that they showed in the theater. It's pretty great. But it was a kind of cool tactic to, you do, you never knew which ending you were going to get. And that shows that the movie's constructed in a way that it would always make sense, even as silly as it was. I found myself comparing this to Clue as well, and I never realized how what made Clue so great until tonight when I was comparing it to, is that it's not... Clue was still active. Mm-hmm. Tonight, the very second scene, right, was he's dead. Right. And then nobody else dies. Mm-hmm. Right. It's over right there. Like, there's no more and there's then no it, more murders. There's no more things to figure out. It, nobody's doing anything. It's, after. Yeah, it's, just, it's just talk. It's just yeah, exactly. however entertaining yeah. you find it to watch Daniel Craig put it together. Yeah. And that is a type of of show that people enjoy like Columbo you always know who does it in Columbo but the joy is to watch him slowly figure it out and then at the end oh one more thing you know like that that is an orgasmic release for many many senior citizens how do we all feel (laughs) how do we all feel about Daniel Craig's dialect it's a deep Kentucky. What is it? Kentucky? Yeah. KFC, CIA, or what do they call it? <laughs> okay, it's one thing when you cast an Australian or uh, a British person to play an American person, but when you cast them to play a Southern That's person. That's a bridge too far. Yeah. It's a bridge too yeah, far. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I was and thinking he did a great, this, like, he this tried totally really hard. His British accent, well, and they're you know, fucking me up right now. They're making French or something. It's such know, a parody. Like, if you guys are done Southern mansplaining, let's ask the sole person from the actual South in this car what she thought of Daniel Craig's southern accent. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> you know, I actually thought his accent wasn't bad. See, there you I, go. I thought it was really believable. And I will say, I find that British people do southern really well. Mm. Because it's sort of placed in the same place in your mouth, just uh-huh. as a, sort of on a dialect yeah. note. But anyway, but, but the Dropping thing is that I could, not, <laughs> but I could not... I could not see him as Southern. Like the voice yeah, sounded the good yeah. to me, but but I almost needed to close my eyes because I wasn't believing it when I looked at mm. him. That's what I think. It would have been funny if he was, was German, off. like, like Doctor Strangelove. Yeah. yeah, I like he seemed very European. Like he physically just didn't seem Southern. But yes. I thought the voice was really good. Yeah, they can get they can they technically analyze it and can do a technical, but they don't capture the uh, soul of a Southern. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like their soul ain't laid back enough. Yeah. yeah, 
yeah, yeah, I think that is part of what it was. Like his physicality was he he thought he was being super laid back. He's still, but he still wasn't. too proper. That giant yeah. cigar was hilarious. The first time he like whipped it out, I was like, that thing's so funny. And they didn't do him a service by putting him in a suit. Like if mm. he was going to be southern, I feel like they needed to put him in like they need to like give him a hat and like, yeah, like suspenders mean, like, and rolled up <laughs> bow, yeah, bow tie and okay. the white Something. suit. I'm a little shocked. It sounds like you guys are a little dreary on this one. So it continues, and you get to see more flashbacks. The night of the incident is filled in more. And uh, I mean, were were you guys were you guys on the ride at all? Were you guys were you guys laughing no, with the? I laughs? unfortunately was not on the wavelength as the audience, and the audience was really selling it too. They were loving. They were it. really loving they were it. Loving they came it. to have a good time. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I agree that there wasn't tension because Mm -hmm. at least I wasn't in my own mind really trying to figure out the intricacies of what went down. But then Chris Evans shows up kind of out of the blue. I mean, he's mentioned, but he shows up and then immediately in my mind, he's prime suspect. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, big flashy character showing up late. You got to have something to do with it. Mm hmm. Low and be fucking hold. <laughs> like, I just, it just and wasn't. He, just, he takes out all the other characters in the movie, and it's right. just Chris Evans for the last half, kind of. Like. It's mm-hmm. it's the Marta show mainly, yeah, and then Chris Evans mainly. But for all of what he ended up figuring into it, I really feel like they needed to have him and Marta have like a love connection yes, or something. something yeah some yeah. sort of romance like if he really romanced her and went deep with her instead of just having an extremely long lunch of beans and beer or maybe detective <laughs> figures it out and then they run off together on the boat because they had planned the whole thing together yeah. they've been fucking for you know yeah, yeah i really wanted great. marta marta i wanted to turn she was a little too simple yeah. for the- i kind of wanted lakeith stanfield and daniel craig to switch roles interesting yeah that would have been interesting really feels like the music is there but the lyrics are a little off you know like yeah. it, it it definitely has an affection for mysteries of mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. and it really wants to have that madcap you know style but when you leave the house too you kind of just feel adrift in the movie or at least i did <laughs> you know i know they wanted to get out and like have some car chases and whatnot but i don't think it added to the whole affair to have it not be a tight you know two days at the house weekend yes i had the most fun when everybody was in the same room playing off each other mm-hmm. they couldn't go anywhere like during the you know the reading of the uh the will like uh, Michael Shannon and fucking uh, uh, Chris Evans together and like like people getting crazy with each other like having fun like that was the most enjoyable part of agreed. it agreed yeah that was, it was when the strength. actors were just like together in the same room ripping on each other a lot of overlapping yeah. dialogue exactly and, yeah. yeah and seem yeah. like improv a lot you and know, maybe. the movie is kind of sold on it being an ensemble together you know and mm-hmm. They should know to lean on that as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've seen shows with like Succession now where they have 10 huge main characters in the same frame God, and all their once. and all their dialogue and, and story and is just everything a, a is list. popping and rocking. Ugh. You can do it. This movie wants to do it, but most of the family is just kind of one note, you know, caricatures, yeah, and they never like ever fully figure into a suspect, an I, actual I thought suspect. Don Johnson's work looked great. 
I mean, he really yeah, he does look good. Right? Amazing <laughs> work done. I was like, I this, only, guy, yeah. this guy, and he really was great in that role. Perfectly cast. Yeah. Fantastic. Everybody looked great. I Everybody could only had. look at his yeah, his eyes being lifted in defiance of God, but but yeah, like everybody came to play. This is one of those movies where I'm like. You know, you had all the toys. Everybody came to play. Yeah, and they did come to play. And it, I just don't feel like the script. Yeah, fully, Tony Collette, fully supported I, I, I them. love, and she love she had a lot more to do in in other yes. films, and I just wanted yeah. her to have like one great scene. Yeah, and but, it never really happened. Yeah, as it is, it's like you get you get a few chuckles here and there, but it's just about Marta. You, yeah, and you, here's the thing: like with a Who Done It, you want a mystery. You as the audience yeah. member want to solve a mystery and if it wasn't going to be the, who who killed the father it needed to be something else there right. needed to be yeah. a yeah. secondary mystery there was no b plot really yeah. no forward b plot and therefore there was nothing for the audience member to solve and then you weren't interested like that's the reason why you stay I, I, with I a feel big like group yeah, of people I, I feel you're right like you the, the way the movie should have gone is the second to the last scene library right do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. The second to the last <laughs> scene, you should you should have the audience believing that every single one of the family members did it. Like, and you maybe Absolutely. you even show us them doing it. Yeah. But so as soon as Daniel Craig starts talking, he's like, you know, going, nope, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. And you get down to like your top three. Yes. And then Tony Collette snaps and goes crazy, and they have to shoot her, and everyone thinks she did it. But the rest and of it the turns family out she didn't do it. You right. know, but she just the like, rest lost of the family mind. is literally sequestered mm -hmm. just outside of the final rumpus room. Yeah, I mean, I know they're trying Build to do attention. something yeah, like, new. Yeah, like turn the like, screws. Yeah, there's no tension. Like there's, there's, there's no a tension. storm, you know, the power goes out, the fire burns bigger and it's brighter. It's like, I think they, I wanted he wanted violence. to do something really yes, innovative with yeah. that. He wanted yeah. something really innovative with this, I think, which was to be like, okay, I'm going to show you who the killer is. And you're like, but you know, please don't do that because that's not why yeah. I'm coming to the theater. I'm yeah. coming to the theater to guess the whole time about mm -hmm. who, the the who the murderer is. And you're taking that joy away from me. And that is a major <laughs> joy. So don't yeah. take it away from me. Yeah, it's a lot of dictating you know? what happened to us uh -huh. without showing just sh or, or, or without us having to guess. Like, it's like just you telling needed us. something to solve. And yeah. you didn't take like we needed more investment in other characters having maybe have done it. Yeah. Yes. Like there was red never. Herrings. Yeah, there was never like, red like the 13 year old kid who's a right winger, you could have gone so much <laughs> oh, further. Yeah. Oh, so, he was so, so wasted. The mom so, who was supposedly then, yeah, oblivious. Daniel Craig played a German. He could have used that against the kid and then the kid uh -huh. could have like confessed <laughs> something to him and he was like, I don't believe and in that what kid, you believe. Jayden, like I am a good person. Jaden Labrador, whatever his yeah, name Book is. Book of Henry. Yeah. He's, he's another gun in your holster that, what, he has one line? Yeah. Uh, barely. I don't even remember. I, I just, I really don't understand why you have, I'm just going to move over to cars here. You have like nine Ferraris in the garage and you never really turn them on. Mm. Yeah. What's up with that? I really don't understand. And I know that even in the schnapps, they're like an ensemble all-star cast full of red herrings. It's like, I don't <laughs> Yeah. I mean, no, there's not. You, you, you got, had the opportunity for Ed Harris. You got the cast, you got the opportunities, but it's just not built that way. And it's very odd. It's very odd that a movie, like if you see a movie that's like really fetishizing Giallo or something, it will have all the trademarks, but to make it really good, it's got to know the heart of what you're aping. Mm -hmm. And this seems to know all the surface of what it wants. Mm -hmm. Right. But like Daniel Craig says, at the middle of the donut, there's a hole. <laughs> and the hole <laughs> is... Spoiler. 
yeah, is keeping us fucking interested enough and guessing enough. It was boring. I don't know. Bishki, what 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 are some more of your thoughts on this matter? Well, you wanted violence? It's, it's you not, wanted blood? I wanted it's violence. not really my genre. It's very talky. There's, yeah. It's not very cinematic. Um, it's a play. It's a play, and it's a and especially if you're not guessing who done it, like it's a pretty boring play. And <laughs> and I just wasn't like Lucas. Maybe it was his aura, but I was just not on board. Like I was mm-hmm. just kind of like he was leaning more towards you while he was signing. <laughs> so I don't know if that meant that it it hit uh, you. One, a little one of I don't understand. I'm just gonna yeah put my head on his shoulder. You know, and he's gonna carry me through it. Well, another was thing, the audience like who done it? I, I don't they know. They were loving it. I really. They were just, my hats off to that audience. They just yeah. liked like Ryan people, Johnson's yeah. friends. They just like the people in the movie and when actors are having fun sometimes that's all an audience needs is yeah. to see that there's fun being had and they sort want of an to join Ocean's in. 11 factor yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. that's but true yeah. i must also say i would be remiss not to note that at one point <laughs> i looked to my left and all three of you motherfuckers were gone <laughs> you just weren't in the theater or was it marta who was gone i, mean, <laughs> I don't know who done it yeah. but <laughs> lucas was gone for a solid 15 minutes and there you missed a lot of shit uh, you didn't miss much. You missed that actor. What was the actor? Um, the old guy. Oh, M. Emmett Walsh. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah super old, but you I got, missed I got him. the tail end of you that. Got the I the tail end. Okay. I thought he died years ago. Brother D dipped out, and then Brother brother Bishke dipped out, and you guys were all gone in the middle of the theater. A packed theater. Three dereliction of duties. <laughs> brother D dipped out at the right moment. He was like, tomorrow, I want you to be right by my side. And I was like, oh, well, they already God. told me who fucking did it. I, I and, drank uh, like I'm a yard go. of Allagash <laughs> before going in. And at least old D had a spring in his step when he was leaving. <laughs> He, he at least you made like it that? look like he wanted to rush back. <laughs> but anyway, it's like a scene from Newsies, like swinging <laughs> up. But I love when I came back Yeah, Lodge Master was like pointing out that the row is empty, and I was like, "It's Entourage, baby." Because it was our first like A-list Entourage reservation. Yeah, Hilarious. I don't know about this Entourage. Well, should we talk about some good moments? Let's shine some love and light because this is going to be nominated for Oscars. We're going to lose screenplay. Do you think it will be? Really? We, I don't know. Really? We are going to lose our podcasting license if this if these bones go know. the way I feel they're going. Yeah. We're fucked. I don't this and the Irishman, yeah. we're dead. Nah. So please, shine some love and light on this piece. Yeah, hmm. who has something good to say? Oh, the you! <laughs> no, do you? I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay, I will say this. I thought, <laughs> I thought you had something. Well, I will say it really did pick up at the end. Yes. You you know, the end got got a little bit more jazzy, razzmatazzy. Yeah. There was a little bit more of the who done it. A little bit. I very much enjoyed when he got when he was like in for a penny, in for a pound, and he grabbed that knife, and I was like, "Let's do this." Yeah. And he came for her, and then you know, well, I won't totally spoil it for. May as well not. We don't need to. But I enjoyed that. I thought it was. I thought the the ending um, there really picked up for me. But then, if you apply. Sorry, we'll go back to Love and Light after this. But if you apply, <laughs> if you apply Lucas's brilliant live rewrite, where everybody's everybody's a suspect, and ooh, Tony Collette runs across the room for some reason, wouldn't that be better? Like it's, it's I'm not denying it would be better. It's tough once LT introduces a live rewrite to a movie. It's tough to not see it the other way sometimes. Yeah. And this would have been a symphony at the end if the whole family was popping off. It's if they true. weren't well, just 
quarantine. And that yeah. was the thing too, like the very end scene. It was just the, it was just like it was just the Marta and Ransom and the detectives when yeah. it should have been the whole family. Yeah, yeah. I could, you, use, I could use some more unhinged uh, Don Johnson with like his yeah. underwear mm-hmm. with like a double barrel shotgun. Like everybody around, was like, ready. Everybody was ready to do whatever they needed to do. I mean, I thought the direction on the positive note. Here we go back to was, Love and Light. Uh, Love and Light to Ryan Johnson's direction. I thought was fu- was good. The production design I thought was pretty cool. I mean, it seemed like stuff was going on when it wasn't. Like it was like <laughs> it was like um, the, the but, best. The best that can be said for any director. It seemed like he got a lot of stuff going on, even when there wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But I thought you know. Um, I think he's come a long way in terms of his visual, you know, I don't know about the editing, you know, the, all the flashbacks and everything like that. If it just was a little more chronological, might might have helped it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Lucas, love and light. Shine something on this. Please. Something. The actress who played Marta was great. She, she was, was great. She, yeah. was, she, she was great. She was great. She was Bond girl. And I was like, who is this Do person? we all agree that she's going to be like a mega star? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. She was great. For at least the next three years. She's in the Bond movie next year. She's yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Is she really? No, yeah. she, is she with James, Daniel Craig? Is she James Bond? She had a She's lot of heavy lifting, girl. a lot of hard scenes, and she fucking nailed it. Like she was great. Brother D, love and light. What do you got for yeah, this? I like I said, I liked it when, when all the actors got together and just like like just had a rip roar and good time. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I think Don Johnson was perfectly cast. Um I thought Christopher Plummer was excellent. Um, and I and I like to think that maybe he set the tone for everybody else because mm. he was very like in the moment and very just like off the cuff, it felt like. Um, I don't know how much of that was the direction and the writing and how much of that was the actors like having fun with each other. I thought Michael Shannon was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, he was really oh, yeah. like, he, he was in that Michael Shannon energy where he just let it rip. And you, agree, you agree. instantly know yeah. who he is just yeah. by the way he stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great. So I really loved the actors' performances. I would say that was my, my favorite part of the film. All right. Nice. Well, I'm very, very, very curious. Let's sharpen these bones. I can feel it in my bones. Who the fuck do we start with on this? Uh, Lodge Mistress, what do you got? Well, you know, <laughs> here's the thing. The, the, the movie, as we've already discussed, has it had its problems, had its flaws. But the, the other main flaw that I just felt was 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 bad news was that it was like, Marta, you are so good. Mm-hmm. And because you are so good mm-hmm. and such a good person, you deserve money. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I just don't know about that. Like, it, it was problematic. I mean, I'm like, it just, she, she wasn't that interesting. It's like, oh, she's good and that makes her really interesting. I, I think that's an old school bullshit. Like, why do women have to be good or why does women have to be good, <laughs> good to point. earn money? and be interesting well and and the fact Chased. that and the and fact chased. that she is well her mom was illegal and she didn't turn her mom in so oh, she's kind of bad that's true. she's got a little bad yeah. in the her. fact that she is a good person at the outset and everybody says so and then at the end whoa plot twist she's a good person I know. like that, that's mm-hmm. very interesting it's just, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, it's just 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 boring again another boring how crazy thing. would it be if the movie we just saw ended exactly the way it did except there was a shot where she like looks at the camera and like winks at better. it or yes, something yes. Like, you're like wait a second like Chris what, what the yeah. fuck and then the, the yeah. credits roll and you're like wait did yeah. you see her wink at the end and it's like yeah. no i didn't see her wink at the it's end it's like, like why not put that in like, I know. Yeah, probably right. because they would say oh that's too expected yeah but then you take that away 
And nothing's unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I or the know. I thought, you know, honest to God, no joke, to the very end of this movie, I thought, oh, the grandma did it. Like, we've all been yeah. fooling around. Yeah, what the The grandma's yeah. going to be the mastermind. And it's like, nope, she was just a senile grandma. She and was like, damn, I she thought. She was exactly as she seemed. <laughs> but sorry, we interrupted your bone log. <laughs> so oh, sorry. Um, and, you know, another bo- another bone I have to pick is that I felt like the, the main. <laughs> Mansion should have been cooler. It should have yes. been more like Clue. It was like yeah. it was so piecemeal the way they yeah. shot it, and you couldn't get a sense of the fun nice. of the house. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be and cool? I wanted that. Like in the know? event of his death, and they read the will, and they're like, "You have to survive the night in the house of booby traps," and he like sets all these booby traps. Already or not. better, but it still would have been better with those. Anyways, the acting was really good. I'm just still gonna have to give it two bones. Two, one. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what you got. Whew. Well, I mean, that when the lodge mistress is bored, look out. Because she she watches some, I'll just go ahead and say it. You watch some boring shit at home. So you watch, but you didn't deliver on the promise of what you had right. sold me. It was not a whodunit. Right. And that is a mortal sin. The mustiest, dustiest shows you watch, at least they... They are who they purport to be. They come through on their promise in some way. Yeah, it was not a a genre promise was not fulfilled here. (laughs) Hashtag genre promise. (laughs) Uh, Brother Bishke, let us have it. Right there in line with the Lodge Mistress. Um, Yeah, this. Brother Zach is going to have (laughs) several heart attacks. We were sold a whodunit, but I was not guessing. I was just kind of like, this is throwing weird detail after weird detail and another character and i don't care and um yeah the verdict's out on ryan johnson i mean i really like looper but then i swim in naked but then i saw brick and i was like and maybe i would have liked it 10 years ago listen you'll always have looper but but (laughs) but the neo noir in high school i just didn't i wasn't on board and this one i just wasn't on board this is not my genre this is Mm. not my genre okay two Mm. bones two bones not his genre Oh, brother D. Yeah, no, I, I expect I, I was I was like hoping for a lot out of it. I think that a title like Knives Out and the fact that there were the previews were that I didn't they didn't I didn't see much in the previews. I thought there was gonna be a lot more like active things knives. happening. <laughs> yeah, knives maybe you know I don't know. I love all those actors. Yeah, and um, I think some of them were better than others, and uh, and uh, I liked a lot of the performances. But overall, the pacing was off. I don't think. My, it's not my aesthetic visually either. I like like wider shots, like that opening shot of the dogs running. I really liked. Mm. I was hoping for more of that. I like like a sort of like a like a, a wider, even push in sort of shots. A lot of stuff was really shot really close up. Oh yeah, and I, and they couldn't figure out that out with the house. Like, are we gonna like at first they were shooting everything so close up in the house that oh they're trying to make it look claustrophobic. He's like this is like a an intentional choice. But then they would shoot. I I, I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I'm gonna go with. 2.5 bones okay. two and a half bones because i think there was some craft in there and i think some people will really enjoy it i mean our our audience was loving it yeah they yeah. loved it they loved it they were laughing uh, it up. my parents would love it there's a lot of teens in there too i was surprised yeah mm-hmm. but for me on on this monday night particularly in burbank it, it didn't it didn't live up to what i was hoping for but I don't think it's you know a total loss by any means. Two and a half bones, Brother D's inaugural decision. <laughs> All right, Brother Lucas, what do you got? So yeah, I know, Brother Zach aside, um, <laughs> I knew we were in trouble when the studio this was lo- doomed. When the studio logo came up, do you all remember what it was? Lionsgate. No, it was Lionsgate. Oh, and yeah. that means every other studio in town. 
passed on it. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm not joking. And I'm thinking, whoa, Lionsgate got Ryan Johnson's follow-up to The Last Jedi? Like, that seems kind of like <laughs> catching a home run or something, you know? Um, and so, yeah, when it started, I was like, oh, yeah, I can kind of see why. Like, I, I, I mean, they really did a great job marketing it in the title because I thought the knives would be out and it only really comes out when ransom, the Chris Evans character shows up for the reading of the will. That's like the only moment. Yeah. Where everyone's in the same room, everyone's on, like everyone's attacking and it's fun. But then, yeah, for the rest of the two hours, it's kind of like the maid and, and the detective, more or less. I thought the insults could have been a little sharper in that scene. Right? Was it rated mm-hmm. R? I felt like it wasn't. I but felt, it was still I felt just, like it should have been. It was if just it like there up your been, ass, eat shit. Yeah, there should have been yeah, way, right. way more of that. Yeah. We needed a lot more of that. But it could have. I'm saying it could have been sharper, clever. like yeah. more yeah. clever. Yeah. Anyway, go on. But uh, yeah, the theater. Really, it's amazing to me because I see so many movies and and you kind of come in tune with the audience. And when you're not in tune with them, it's so off-putting. Like, it feels I, weird. I feel like I'm undercover cop or I feel like, you know, I'm on drugs or that like... I'm you might a, be I'm, both. I'm in a nut house, you know, like I'm the only sober, sane one alive. Um, so, yeah, it's two bones. I got to go with Brother Bishop and Homage Mistress. Yeah, it just well, felt nice. a little... Little pat, little uninspired for That's me. That's nice of you. All right. Well, like I said, I don't feel like the script fully supported all the bells and whistles that were available to this movie. I felt like when they were at the house, at least it felt properly claustrophobic and like gears might be tightening somewhere that maybe I'm not aware of but then as it goes on you realize they're not really tightening in any unexpected ways and yes what you said was was apt brother Bishke that they spend a lot of time explaining what happened and rehashing what happened instead of furthering it and making more of a mystery out of it and that just what that it did get boring after a while it i was with it i was with it enough and i i was aware that we were seeing caricatures in this family and i did want to go deeper but at the at the same time i'm like hey listen it is what it is let's just have fun everybody around around me except for lucas is having fun let's just do this <laughs> but that only goes so far no. that only goes so far and when they were doing the little car chase and running around and i, I just i i just didn't my bone my bones were dropping i probably started at a three and a half because i'm like this is a handsome production everybody looks great oh there's jamie lee curtis mm-hmm. she's looking good and then it just slowly dwindled when i realized i wasn't getting the nourishment from these characters <laughs> that i wanted you know i had little spikes here and there with mm-hmm. christopher Plummer getting a little frisky getting a little fun loving up in the attic getting his morphine on that was fun mm-hmm. i went down to two for a while and then it and then it uh, burbled back up at the end when people started uh, getting louder and the, the angle we started getting some dutch angles and it started to get pretty interesting for a minute so i gotta go i gotta go up to two and a half that's where i'm settling it yes it was a murder mystery with no sex and no murder. Yes. Suicide. It's a suicide. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I just, I think I saw Clue recently, and so I was kind of biased. There is like a herd mentality around prestige season that disturbs me sometimes. Like It happens. This yeah. is not, you guys, I, I'm here to tell you right now, this might get nominated for 
screenplay. One or two, maybe. No. That's it. Original SAG Ensemble. It's going to no. clean up at the Golden Globes. Ensemble. Yeah, I don't get nominated. This is a People's Choice Award champion in the making. I wanted to see, like, Jamie Lee Curtis and Don Johnson like just have it out. Like I just wanted like, one. Fuck? No, no, <laughs> no. Know. Like, yeah, like fight. Yeah, like yeah. she's threatening to divorce him before the reading of the will, sure. and then she gets nothing, and she's like backpedaling. Like I, you know, was just joking about divorce or whatever. Like I don't know, just something. There were plenty of deeper threads we could have followed, especially with the young Nazi boy. Hire <laughs> someone from Succession to rewrite this. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like get a bit of a family rewrite here. Boom. Yeah. That's, it just it just didn't have it. It's it tough, man. Writing's tough. It More is. like knives in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> knives More away. like where the knives. You <laughs> where know? where, where them knives at? <laughs> well, I hope we don't lose our podcasting license over this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're dancing dangerously close. Sorry, Zach. I, you hear it from me right now. This will win zero awwards. All right. No, I don't think it'll win. I don't think it'll win, but it'll be nominated yeah. for some stuff. And it and it will go down in the annals of history as oh yeah, that was great. That was a great one. Ooh, <laughs> real taut, suspenseful. And uh, maybe some people believe it. That's, that is the beauty of movies. And that's the beauty of having these immediate reactions that we have after these movies. Because, you know, movies are amazing because they can be read so many different ways. And so many people can bring so much different baggage. Tonight, <laughs> we brought Clue to this one. Yeah. yeah. And then... Them teens have not seen Clue. No, no, they have not. Clue hasn't been remade and rebooted yet for them, so no they way. have no, they have no ability to go back to 1986. There is a, throw, there is a throwaway line where he's like, "You live in a Clue board," which was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he lives in a Clue board. Yeah, go watch Clue, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line, brother D. Thank you so thank much. You, brother D. Thank you, brother D. For coming yeah. out, and uh, we will, we will get some big, loud spectacle for you next time you come on. Hopefully. And uh, yeah, we'll take we'll take you to a more comfortable theater that doesn't have uh, the stains the, of several the, the, deaths the, the, on them. The, the no, black, this the dreaded black spot of uh, audio, Auditorium Thirteen. Oof. No, this experience of being on the podcast, four bones, four bones, uh, four. I'd solid give it more bones. if I could. <laughs> Wonderful. I, w- I bequeath to you, my son, everything in my kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Love and light, everybody. Love and light. Love and light. That's when the energy comes and the dark side's light and the vampires roam. You stretch your ass to wear in your suicide pose and a cross from a faith that died before Jesus came. You're building a mystery.
jazzy razzmatazzy 